What's up and welcome to another episode of the Tony Gallo Show. My name is Tony and I am here with my co-host Sahaj. Hi. I hope you're having a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Um, man, 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 man. Let's start with this. Let's start with this story here. Did I send you this story? I think I did. Uh, Southwest, Southwest Airlines is asking passengers to stop airdropping nudes so um quit sending naked pictures let's get yourself let's get yourself to cabo the pilot could be heard saying in a tiktok video video of southwest airlines pilot saying he will pull back the airplane to the gate if passengers do not sending do not stop sending nude photos over airdrop (laughs) the incident occurred before takeoff to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, according to a TikTok video um, ca- that captured the bizarre announcement. The video, was, which was uploaded by Taylor Mar- Marsa- Marsalis on August 25th, has received more than 2.8 million views as of Wednesday afternoon. I think it was like last Wednesday. Caption of the video reads, Southwest ter- takes airdropping nudes very seriously. Here's the deal. The pilots can be heard saying over the intercom. If this continues while we're on the ground, I'm going to have to pull back to the gate everybody's going to have to get off we're going to have to get security involved and vacation is going to be ruined he sounds like a dad (laughs) yeah i mean uh when we were at the weekend concert i think someone tried to airdrop me something but i declined it right away you should have accepted it no that would have been so funny but you know when we're waiting like the hour and a half for the weekend to come on yeah it was during then i think somebody tried to airdrop me something i just declined it i was like man people are really getting bored right now oh i would have totally accepted it and see just to see what it was what they're airdropping um but if you're the airdropper you'd have to be careful like, you don't want to airdrop your nude to like a minor or something that'd be bad that'd oh, be yeah, like unlawful at that point yeah that is um, true unless unless when you're airdropping something like um, what if you airdrop it to the pilot <laughs> What if it's like airdrop? What if like the Bluetooth or whatever his name is like obvious? Like, oh, this guy's probably the captain of our plane and you airdrop it to the pilot. And that's the other thing. Mid-flight. How do you like you? I don't think you know who you're airdropping to. You're just like airdropping to random strangers. Because I, I don't know if it's, a, is it, if it's a number or something like you just see a number and you airdrop it to a number or. Well, I think it would say like, Sah- like for me, I would say like, oh, like Sahaj's iPhone or whatever. But. Oh, whatever your iPhone is named. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That makes more but sense. But still, you can still run, run into the little thing that you said, airdropping it to... Right, because you don't know little, who's... Yeah, you don't want to airdrop it to a, it's like a freaking kid. Yeah, that'd be bad. It's kids funny these days have you, freaking uh, phones, too. Yeah, it's funny until you like do something stupid like that, unlawful. <laughs> Unless you airdrop it to a pilot. <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, I heard about this as well. Yeah, so Southwest Airlines is saying, stop, no more with the air, the, the nudes being airdropped, please. Um, so if you're flying Southwest, just be careful. You may be getting a nude. You don't know. You don't know. Um, Even if security stuff. did get involved in that, what would they do? Like, 
I think he was just saying that to just say that. I mean, excuse me, sorry, I'm trying to like get my microphone set. But yeah, it's kind of funny. I've never had that happen in an airline, so. Yeah. Oh, what else you got over there? I put my phone away. Well, we uh. Jesus. Well, we were gonna um, incorporate this little segment into um the podcast probably later on in the show, but it's a. Uh, the funny police call of the week or something. Oh, yeah. The funny police call of the week. Or like whatever we decided suggested to name segment. that. Suggested segment. It was suggested by your wife. Yeah, my wife my wife suggested that. I thought that was a great idea because there's some yeah. whack stuff that uh, I have responded to this week. And it, of the is most it something that you've already told me or something that you haven't told me? No, yet? it's something you probably already know. I, be, I don't know if I told you. Just I've get, been getting a lot of calls from fast food restaurants. Unhappy customers. So Is it the, the uh, Asia Star thing? Yeah, that's probably going to be the winner for this week. Okay. That's you don't have another one? No, I have I like four other fast food restaurant ones that come up this week, but none of them are like that crazy. Okay. That appalling. It's that appalling. Let's do that appalling. Asia. We'll do that later on. So we'll do um, uh, Sahaj here is a police officer in the city of Dallas. I think we can say that, right? Yeah, we can say that. Who cares? Why are you outing me, dog? Ooh, my stomach's just starting to hurt. I was wondering what that smell was coming out this way, too. I'm not farting. <laughs> you did have a friend. I, I'm Does look, it smell? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at our outline, and I think you had a friend or an acquaintance or whoever who had uh, some criticisms about him. We had a he, listener, yeah. Yeah, when he, when he listened to the show. Do uh, you want to explain that? So, yeah, I guess we can get into that listener um, critique, I guess you can say. Critique. Yeah. Uh, Someone would listen to the show and I guess was listening to some earlier episodes where we were talking about the Black Lives Matter protests in Dallas, uh, protests slash riots that turned, protests turned riots, whatever you want to say. Um, and um, yeah, so he heard you say the term radical left agenda and I don't think he liked the uh, the term ra- radical left agenda. Um so, and the reason being is because um, I, I'm trying to, I'm being careful with my, because I'm not trying to out a listener or anything either, uh, because of his own personal experience and some people, I guess the way he saw it, and this is, I'm paraphrasing here, uh, but the way he saw it, you, tr- you this, is, this is the claim, you kind of aligned uh, the radical left agenda term with the Black Lives Matter protests when a lot of the people protesting weren't part of the radical left agenda or whatever. Anyway. I mean, I don't know because when we were out there, we saw quite a bit of few, uh, quite a bit of people who were uh, definitely with that agenda. But yeah, I mean, not everyone that was protesting, and I'm going to say protest because protest is peaceful. Not all of them were doing illegal stuff or throwing stuff. And, you know, um, they were just using their right to free speech and they were protesting, which is fair. You can protest whatever you want. Okay. As long as you're in accordance with the various ordinances and all that, especially if it's that big of a protest. But the people that we saw out there were definitely radical left extremists who were making their point be known by using violence against police, against property, against 
you know, other people. Our police horse was hit in the eye. Like, so yeah, I mean, I stand by what I said, but I just want to clarify that, yeah, right. Not every single person protesting is radical left. I'm talking about in particular the rioters. Uh, those, in my opinion, are radical. They're they're radicalists, and it could be on both sides. So the right has the January six riots were literally the right extremists trying to over trying to overtake the the nation's capital, and I don't condone that either. But when I was out there on the streets, I had to deal with the radical left rioters who were throwing shit at me. That's what. So that's. So my thought process, I automatically go towards that whenever I start thinking about Black Lives Matter uh, riots because I've got to firsthand experience a riot and I never want to do that again. I was fun. It was a good experience, honestly. You learn a lot. Um, well, I wouldn't say it was fun. <laughs> that shit was stupid. <laughs> that was chaotic. But um, I think that... No, I mean, there's radical left people, there's radical right yeah, people, I no. guess. Everybody, like, there's people out there who do have their own little agenda. and Or or put it this way, who have this deep thought, this deep idea, this deep opinion, and they believe that everybody else should think the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something we need to be careful. Everybody, we can't have other people believe the same way we believe. I think that's a problem in America. We we just can't. Like it, it's it's wonderful that we don't all think the same, honestly. It's probably better. Uh we're all very different creatures. So I think the radical left and rad the radical people just radical left, radical right are people who believe that others and everybody in society should think the same way they think. Um I do think there's r- radical left people out there that night. Um who manipulated, you know, young, um, peaceful protesters, and they manipulated them to do commit violence and riot. Because there's people down there who were easily manipulated, you know? In my eyes, you're not a protester at that point. No. You are a rioter. I, and I'm you sure have there your was, own ability to think I'm for sure yourself. I'm sure there was people down there who went with who went down there with the intention of staying peaceful, but because they're stupid and easily manipulated and quite frankly ignorant, they became rioters. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't think everybody went down there with the intention of being violent and hateful. And, and uh, I think there's a lot of, there's some people who did go down there with that intention and not only with that intention, but to manipulate others to join them to be violent and all this, you know, those they went down there and they and and they were able to manipulate especially the younger people who had nothing else to do yeah so anyway i hated being there because we were defenseless and we didn't even have a freaking shield yeah so it's kind of that's why i hated it was like dude i can't even the only thing i could do is 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 take cover behind an officer (laughs) who has a shield and hopefully they dodge it yeah it was uh, (laughs) was a super chaotic time in our nation's history. Yeah. It's um, going to go down for the textbooks. Yeah. Definitely. Biden did come out and since we're on the topic of politics and, mm. and, um, and, and made this speech not too long ago, a couple of days ago, calling MAGA, MAGA, Repub- MAGA, MAGA Republicans a threat to the nation. I thought it was a very, wow. everybody thinks, everybody's saying it was a very divisive. It was indeed divisive. I mean, it was something I've never seen before. Um, I didn't expect him to talk like that about, people who voted for donald trump um just like completely putting 
everybody in this in this group of violence and you know just kind of trying to label you know Trump Republic Trump Trump supporters are the kind of people that went into the Capitol building on January 6th. Like they're all they're all just like that. Is basically what I gather from That's a That was basically my perspective on on his speech. That's a pretty profound statement to make and I think it's um and I think aside from him trying to obviously um talk talk bad about you know Republicans and people who support Trump, I also think that that's not a fair statement to make because it's you're <laughs> People who support Trump can also be non-radicalized, and they cannot be a threat to our country. And also, they could be against the Jan- they could be against the January sixth stuff. I mean, I don't condone whatever happened on January sixth. I think that was lawlessness, and fellow officers were hurt. One of them was killed. That's not something that I'm ever going to support. But I think that's a pretty profound statement to make. And I don't know if that's just like, I don't think he's ever made made something. Sounds like a very emotional statement to make too. I I don't know if he feels threatened. Yeah, it was he might feel a little threatened. I don't know why. January six was was pretty bad. Um, oh yeah, and you know that that was bad. Um, now I I do think that got a lot more and continues to get so much media coverage. Um, but I also think summer of twenty twenty during the riots that was terrible. That was also very, very terrible. And they ought to go after people who were burning burning down the police stations and everything mm-hmm. like that. And, but you see, if you kind of see the media coverage of summer 2020 riots versus January 6th, like you see the bias. Like that's that's just an example of how biased the media is. There's absolutely no coverage of summer 2020 riots anymore where it lasted for days. This yeah. thing lasted for days the Minnesota, I think it was Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minneapolis mm-hmm. police station got burnt down. And no one put any faces on social media. No one said the FBI didn't come out and say this person wasn't, it was, was the person who burned down the police station. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, you know, it's bullshit. It, it's just crazy. But for January 6th, they're posting everybody's picture. Like it's, it's a whole, it's a national effort to get everybody behind bars. But for the summer 2020 riots, nothing lasted for days, for days. And I don't see as much justice, as much efforts going into that. But that's just an example of how biased, I I believe, my opinion is, of how biased our media can be. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, here we have something that's kind of like being swept under the rug, summer 2020 riots versus January 6th that we're giving a lot of attention. As we should, as we should. But I mean, I'm I'm thinking let's give both of them the equivalent amount of, of um, of attention here. Yeah, I think it's BS because there was because there were federal crimes that were committed on in the summer 2020 riots on both on both literally in both in, in federal both crimes incidents. Yeah. Yes, but to specify summer 2020, which is which <coughs> literally has that media coverage has died. Like, and I don't even know if they're working as hard to indict the idiots who decide to set things on fire, steal hundreds of thousands of dollars of property, Rolex watches, I particular Rolex because I remember in Dallas that happened. And then and um and I remember so I think the moral of the story is they're really trying to defame anybody who supports the right and oh, yeah. really it, trying yeah, to defame it's, them. It's it's and it's crazy cuz 
it, you, it's it's unfair at the at the end of the day. It, it is unfair. Um, and I'm uh, politically speaking, I'm I feel like I'm pretty moderate. Um, and I just I don't, but I I will stand against the elitists, the people who just career politicians. I don't I don't care for career politicians. I don't think they do any. They're very beneficial. I think they're um, they've got their heads up. So I, I'm not even gonna go there. That's I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that. Um, I don't care for career politicians. I don't care for elitists who have sat in Congress for thirty for decades. And uh, I mean, you you look at their record, and it's like, what have you done for the people? What have you done for our country? You look at their neighborhoods, and their neighborhoods are still trash, and their income levels are still low, and they've been representing those neighborhoods for decades. Like, what have you done? Um, so I am for Democrats and Republicans who have a good track record, who can prove that, hey, listen, this is my congressional district, um, this is my state, and this is how it's improved since I became elected. So that's what I respect, not the career politicians who have sat there for decades and they got their seats because their moms or dads were also politicians and they just hand it over and it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, we need more young people to start taking over office, get some uh, nice young minds in there. And y'all don't have to agree, but it doesn't matter. I think just refreshing to see nice young minds in there. More, um, yeah, like AOC. Like AOC, I don't agree with everything she does, but I respect the fact that she was young and she went and she did something that's pretty pretty tough to do. She's a woman, uh, and she was young. I mean, those are two tough things to do. Like society just doesn't automatically give a woman and a, a young person a seat in Congress. It just doesn't happen. So she, she, you know, uh, faced the odds and she won. So I respect her for doing that. Do I like, do I agree with her? No, I don't agree with her, but I can still respect the person for doing something that most people don't do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I mean, she, I she's crazy, but yeah, you I, know, I respect her. <laughs> pretty much disagree with everything she said. But then again, the sad part is, I mean, okay, it's not sad. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but the people put her there. So I, God bless that uh, district of New York. <laughs> but we don't have to get all into that one. <laughs> Cause, um, I mean, at the end of the day, listen, to anybody out there It's respectable voting, to it's, achieve it. It's At the end of the day, the way you, we should look at politicians, not only about what they say, but what they do. Like she's she's The reason I think a lot of people pull for her is because a lot of people agree with what she says. But is she doing anything or is she just, you know, at the end of the day, actions speak louder than words. Yeah, very anti-capitalist. And then she wears a $30,000 dress to uh, the Met Gala. I don't know. But whatever. Who cares? Um, but anyway, speaking of politics. Um, That's all we do is speak of politics. Yeah, we're on the polit- the political train. So there was, um, this is something that will, that ought to give uh, Mr. Biden a good boost in. Breaking news. Yeah. Get a, give him a good boost in his um, re-election campaign, if there is one. But um, look at that erasing student student loan debt. Yeah, it's great. It's great for me. <laughs> no, I will say that it is great for, you know, friends and family and anybody who's going through it and needs that assistance. I think it is good. Um, hey, take advantage of it because it might not be here to stay. So you. I, th- yeah. And I know that we talked about it earlier this week and you didn't you don't like it very much. Um, nah, I'm, I, yeah, I'm against though. I mean, I'm uh, against his, uh, that I, entire thing. I wasn't whatever. like, I wasn't 
betting on it. I'm, I I didn't say, okay, well, I'm just I'm just gonna bet on Biden. I'm gonna vote for Biden because he's gonna cast. I didn't I didn't vote for Biden, um, but if it benefits me, I'm not gonna sit here and like be like. I think I saw somebody said I'm not I'm not gonna take the 20k because you know. You're not taking 20k from the the government wastes money left and right. Like you have no idea how they waste money, and you're just gonna go ahead and not take money that's gonna help you. <laughs> right. Gonna, I like. I'd rather you know money go towards helping Americans out than you know we, we spend trillions of dollars uh, funneling money back into politicians' pockets. Like I'd rather get it in my pocket. Like there, it's my tax. I mean, I you look at I just got a pension check and you see how how it was taxed mm-hmm. i mean that's basically my money coming back to me so yeah yeah well i mean and the other thing is is how i see how i see this is um this is a ploy to appeal to pretty much like oh, save his presidency yeah. i i really i mean in my opinion i don't think this is a smart thing to to do at all i uh, but I mean, if you're one of the w- people who are suffering from student loan debt, I think you should take advantage of it. But um, this is the savings failing presidency. That's exactly what it is. But um, this article right here on CNBC said that the executive action will cost an astronomical 400 to $600 billion. Um, then, so that's what... Um, but the other side, some people are arguing that this this is only going to boost our inflation uh, by like about point point one five percent, which in the grand scheme of things, not that big. But I mean, in the time where we're trying to combat inflation by raising interest rates, you kind of throw this six hundred four hundred billion dollar package out there. I think it's pretty counter um, counterproductive to fighting inflation. Again, but, I think out of all the the acts and and, and bills that he's passed. Um, I don't know which which one of the provisions actually directly helps Americans more than this provision here, where it's actually this helps millions people. and millions of Americans, like directly helping Americans, because they talk about the infrastructure plan. Nobody knows. I mean, nobody just it's kind of like we put so much money into infrastructure and then i mean do we actually know what's going on with the money? Nobody keeps tabs on it, nobody really, and I'm sure something is happening, but you know, it's just there's no accountability, and this is something that directly helps Americans. Like a lot of millions of Americans are going to directly be positively affected by it, and hopefully, what it does is allow more Americans to go out there and uh, put money back into the economy. I think that's how it helps the economy is by someone like me. Cool. Um, I know I, I don't have to worry so much about the debt. I'm now I'm going to be able to. I'm going to have more discretionary spending, um, so I'm putting money back into the economy by spending more money in businesses and everything like that. So I think it helps there in that, in that aspect. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I think I was listening to the, the, uh, treasurer education, treasurer guy, department of education, um, secretary, not treasurer. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm saying. Department of education, um, uh, secretary, and he was, I don't know what points they were making, but the points they were making were terrible. I'm like, this is, these are terrible points. Like, just say that. People are going to be able to spend more money and put more money into the economy, and the economy is going to grow. I mean, it's, you know. Well, my honest opinion is if you took out the loan, you pay the damn loan back. 
if you t- if you if you decided to go to college and you decided to take out an X amount of dollars to get a stupid ass degree that you can't use, then okay, well that uh, is unfortunate that you've taken out that much loan to get a degree that is absolutely useless. And I say that because that was me. I I granted I don't I don't have student loan debt and never had it because I was fortunate enough to have. Uh, my parents take care of my uh, my uh, my college education but th- but like in my opinion if 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 this was me and i would have i'm and i took out because look i'm a cop okay i i, I don't have the best edu- i don't have the most education out there okay i got a stupid degree criminal justice never get the degree ever to people who are listening but look it just kind of comes back to principle here you take out that loan and you pay it back. And it sucks that some people can't really pay it back because, unfortunately, like their starting job, their starting um, pay, uh, pay for their respective positions isn't as high. But how about we start, how about companies start f- paying their entry level workers a fair amount? It's crazy that a Goldman Sachs executive, with a mo- I mean, I, I mean, this is just from an article I read, okay? But. At Goldman Sachs, you have to go to school to become to you got to get an MBA, you got to do you got to get um these uh this various degree, but I I just don't see how such a high firm high ranking firm would just start its employees out at like fifty k. And I agree with the sentiment you started off with. You believe people. I agree with the sentiment that if you took it out a loan, you are responsible to pay it back. I one hundred percent agree with that. I don't think we should depend on the government to um, pay off to our to come and to pay save us debt. and yeah. you know transport us to various places. No, and I, I 100% agree with that. I, I don't. I don't. But let me give you an example. Let me. But give I you also an I also think this. I also think the government spends a lot of useless money. There's p- hardworking people. I, I would you know, like myself out there. And I mean, like, look, I have this check sum. This is outside of federal taxes. Eight thousand one hundred and ninety-five dollars to the federal government in taxes. Like, you know, it's kind of like, well, I mean, I'm paying into the system and it's good to get that some of that money back. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, and, and help me out with student loans. So, I, you know, there's there's hardworking people who had to take loans out. I had to take loans out. I didn't have, my mother couldn't pay college for me uh, to get some of that help back. Now, should you should you expect it? I No, you shouldn't expect it. At the end of the day, it's a loan. It's a business universities are businesses what yeah I, what and I, with billions uh, with a b because i listened i've uh i did some research by listening to um the valuetainment podcast the ivy league schools that we so praise and we look uh, we look up to our kids look up to i want to go to princeton i want to go to harvard i want to go to mit whatever billions of dollars in reserves that's insane. Oh, the, the yeah, the it's a, oh yeah, one hundred percent. They're and businesses. We keep give, and, and like, look, I believe in research, so I definitely believe that we should be, um, as as long as the research is going to carry over. It's like, for example, medical research, especially when it comes to like um, different uh, cancer treatments or any sort of like HIV treatments or anything that could, that is detrimental to our lives. I think we should find uh, we should we should. Um, you know, put money into that research so that one day we can have a cure for these things. I get it. Research like, with action items after the research because I feel like people waste so much money on research 
and then we do nothing. Yeah. We do absolutely. Well, here's an article that here's a book with all the research I did. And then what? What do we do next? Nothing. Anyway. Yeah. No. I spe- but like there's some there's some research that could be pretty useful to just with the, the huge sicknesses that we have, especially no, yeah. something like cancer. You know what I mean? There's so much research out there. But, I don't feel like someone has put it all together and just, hey, here, here's anyway. Yeah. But um, but my thing is like, so like my wife, right? She worked uh, a deep night shift at the hospital. She worked at times adult. Uh, she also worked at another <laughs> job. Literally, I, I, adult. I was like, you, you, you're saying she worked, and then you said adult. I don't know what you're gonna go with. Oh no, no, no. she worked like adult bookstore. <laughs> no, she worked like midnight shift at a hospital. Yeah, she worked at a um, at a uh, uh is it Bath and Body Works? Bed, Bath, Bath and Beyond. No, Bath and Body Works. Oh. She she worked there. And look, the she, executive she, at Bed Bath and Beyond, by the way committed suicide by throwing himself off the thing oh yeah i have to bring that up later but like but like nonetheless like there are like she worked really really hard with shifts at the hospital and all that right she saves up her money and then she paid off that's her her student loans that's good right great right but the thing but the the moral of that is is that she worked hard Mm -hmm. and she paid it off it's like you work hard you save money you pay off your debts i think that's what I think, I think that that should be what everyone is should have that mentality. Now, with this student loan forgiveness, and I'm happy for the people who can take advantage of it because take advantage of it, you'd be, you'd be dumb not to. But the Duh. thing is, I hope it doesn't. Put, I hope it doesn't put more people in this mind in this mind frame that, oh yeah, I can take out this loan and one day, you know, the government's gonna forgive me, or I could I could take out. Well, that's that was an argument that I we I kept hearing. I was like, well, that's a, a stupid mentality to have. If anybody thinks that, then that's just stupidity. It's just, it's a, it's um, it's a very bad uneducated way to think. And that's on them. Um, so. But here's the other thing. You can't control stupidity. But look, here's the other thing. Going back to the topic of colleges, I think that colleges have a place in our society for people who want to be doctors, lawyers, who want to use engineers, and who want to use their professional degrees in various fields that that are, you know, like, you know, so, but my thing is, because this is what I'll probably advise my kids when I have my kids, is what do you want to do for a living? Okay. And if it's not doctor, lawyer, or anything that requires professional and secondary school, we would probably rethink where, you know, they want, they want to go to school. Cause I have no problem with going to community college. I think community college is the smartest thing out there. And I'm kind of dumb for not doing that. Cause I didn't even know that community colleges would help like that. But dude, like, the people went to community colleges, you guys are the real ones because you guys probably saved a ton of money and and were able to, you know, get your associates and then move out to um, a larger institution. But, like, there are some jobs out there that, like, being a police officer that we go to, that I went to school for criminal justice. You tell me, aside from being a freaking police officer or maybe a teacher, what can I do with my degree? I can't do anything. I really can't. If I want to be a teacher, I still have to go to teaching school. Why not? We put people who want to be teachers, just go straight to teaching school. Just go straight to teaching school. If you want to be nurse, doctor, just go straight to those respective institutions and let's cut this crazy $100,000 undergraduate stuff yeah. out the picture. Because the fact of the matter is you're going to get more experience doing the thing that you're going to eventually do. I'm not going to get more experience learning about micro f- 
freaking cellular biology when I'm trying to become a surgeon and operate on someone's leg. I'm pretty sure if I did a um, an internship or or worked, part of my schooling was to work with a orthopedic surgeon to, you know, get exposure to the field. I'll probably learn more doing that than getting to freaking do microbiology and then like organic chemistry like all this like well yeah like when like we as a as an educational uh, literally in the education realm we have to in the education yeah it's it's we have to become a little more progressive and we have to innovate and we have to start cutting out it goes back to cutting out the middleman at the end of the day because an undergraduate degree is literally a middleman to a professional degree. Well, it's a waste of money, and they know what they're doing because, yeah. like you said, they have billions, billions, billions of dollars in the Ivy Leagues, billions of dollars in reserves. I, I, I went to Texas State University. I sat in these committees because I was one of the best, if not the best, student government representative at that university, I would what say. What a nerd. <laughs> Freaking nerd. And you know what? <laughs> And I sat and I looked at the numbers and they meant absolutely nothing to me at that point. But now looking back and reflecting, I wish I knew what I knew now. Um, it's just the millions of dollars they have in reserves and it's insane. And, those, and they're like, well, if we don't use that money. We're just going to put in reserves. Um, oh, and by the way, do you know professors, some like associate professors at my university, when I when I looked up their salaries, were making like $28,000, like really? $30,000, like wow. forty. Like you tell me, where in Chicago University, can you yeah, live uni- on forty thousand? University administrators make so much money too. Like yeah, but like their, their salary, the administrators make so much money. It's insane. Look, and I and and one day, like I hope to take whatever I accomplish, which has been police work. It would be great one day to, uh, to uh, teach up and coming officers or just you know, teach. And I, and I love, and, and I wouldn't mind. I love doing, that. I love talking about the, what we get to do out there and how to do it. But I think that there is a better way to do, there's a better way to go yeah. about our education. System. The, edu- edu- the university system is, I think it's super, now it's super expensive. Also, there's people out there, by the way, with the Biden student loan forgiveness program from back in when they went into school when you know semester was three hundred dollars. Get out of here! Like, there's, there's the college doesn't cost um, that little money anymore. It costs so much more money, and you know they have a big opinion on why people go to um, universities and stuff. Because the the other thing is, let's say you were applying for a job right now as a twenty eight year old, right? And all you had is a high school diploma. Like, would an, uh, would an employer look at you seriously? Or, or? No. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like a college degree is kind of not really as useful as it used to be, but it's kind of still required of you to have if you're looking for a professional job, you know? Yeah, it is. So it's... I mean, according to society, but yeah. It, it's not useful, but it's still required. Yeah. It, it's the weirdest thing. So, and it's super expensive to get now because universities have jacked up the prices. Um, And what I would do is deregulate the education system, not to make us more stupid, but to cut the waste and cut these classes. Like you said, I don't need to be taking biology if I'm trying to study politics here, you know, or criminal justice. Like, it's just cut the waste because there's so much waste, especially in those two years. There's so much waste that you can cut cut the waste i took spanish for like two years 
I already speak Spanish, you know, <laughs> because you need a language or whatever. I mean, just just cut the waste and make it cheaper for, and more affordable for people to get their bachelor's degree, you know. Um, but the go- I feel like the government response is, oh, we'll just make it, we'll just throw more money into it. Like, nah, go talk to your ner- university administrators, tell them to stop being so greedy and cut st- Cut some regulations. Make it go about it that way instead of throwing more money into it. There's no reason to throw more money into it. Put it back. Put the ball back on the universities. Like, they they need to do something about it. We don't need to throw more money into it. Well, I'm really happy that um, big, big well-known companies like Google are um, starting basically their own education, education yeah. thing. And that way – and then guess what? You, you can take their six-month course – in in let's i'll just say um like uh python python or yeah coding or whatever and you take a course through them you pay a fraction of what it costs for a semester at a university and then pretty much you will you are i don't know if you're guaranteed to be employed by google afterwards but that certificate makes you look very attractive to google and then now you have a now you have a you know, a good paying job and you literally have to pay a fraction for the education. And I think, and I think the education system slowly but surely being exposed nowadays and I'm, and, and companies like Google and I don't know if Meta is doing the same thing, but, but good on them for being progressive in their educational approach and good on them from realizing that, Hey, you know, maybe if our students, you know, didn't pay two hundred thousand dollars for their, or our employers or employees didn't pay two hundred thousand dollars for their education. Then, you know, maybe we can get them into our companies quicker, start teaching them the stuff that we want to teach them, and then next thing you know, they become great employees. And yeah, I because of the thing you hear most often from now, from our mid twenties and into thirties, is you don't learn anything in college. Yeah, it's still required. But you don't learn anything in college. You learn on the job. So yeah, everything you learn on the job. It's 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 a. I think the question is: Is our education system broken? I would say it is. It's inefficient. Um, it's outdated, and we need to definitely become more innovative in mm-hmm. it. Yeah. No. No doubt. I to mean, make it better for everybody. So. Yeah, and you know, it is what it is. Yep. I, it's it's getting there. But hey, um, I don't know about that, but. Hopefully, hopefully we're talking there. about it, so that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is being exposed. Yeah, it's being so exposed many by me. Healthcare, healthcare needs to be ex- more exposed because that's a complete. You know, we'll have to do that for next time. Our next one should be healthcare. Politics is getting exposed show. for sure. Government is getting exposed. Exposed. We should have an exposed segment. FTG. F. Nah, I'm playing. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's TG an ins- stands that, for Tony that, that's an that's a that's an inside joke. Um <laughs> Go ahead, expose me. <laughs> but you know what's funny to transition the topic? I like how you threw this in here and it's like completely like random from what everything else we just talked about. <laughs> the the second to last one. Violence the Oh violence in sports. The violence yeah. in sports. Because you like violence in sports. Hell I'm yeah. Kinda, I'm just kinda like I don't know where, when I was, I don't know what was going through my mind. And I said, huh, that's a question. I wonder if people have an opinion about. Yeah. Well, look, like, do you enjoy to see people fight on the football field 
or at the baseball field. Yeah, baseball field. Yeah, um, I like that. You know, or is it something that's kind of off-putting for you? For no. me personally, I don't care for it. I don't care for fighting. Like, we're here to play a game. We're here to win a game, and you guys are wasting time fighting right now. <laughs> so that's how I feel. But I'm not a violent guy. I don't like violence. Look, I'm not a violent person either, but like I if like, you, this but is I like I say, the drama If you want to fight, go do UFC. You know, go <laughs> do mixed martial arts. Nah, nah. But I think like there's there's nothing like a good healthy rivalry amongst like two teams that are contending for a playoff spot or that are just crosstown rivals like in baseball, like the Cubs and Sox, and the the the, the historical fight that went down between Michael Barrett and AJ Pruszynski, where they were trading blow. Well, Michael Barrett punched AJ Pruszynski right in the mouth. And it turned into a whole thing. And then the Rangers had one a few years ago where Ronan Odor punched Adrian Bautista right in the mouth. I got a good, like a real good one. But like, look, I'm not condoning violence, but I do like a little drama in sports. I think that it keeps it keeps us as viewers might light a fight underneath the players' butts to play harder. I don't know. And I, you know, this is the thing. I don't believe in violence until you have to get violent with something. Like to defeat evil, I understand there's evil on, in the world because some people may... Look at me, and I say, "Oh, or you're being soft." And I, you know what? I am a little soft, but I, I think you got to be strong and you got to be compassionate softer at the same time. Softer than a sponge. Time. No, I'm kidding. And um, I'm kidding. Softer. I just don't get the rep metaphor. Softer than a sponge. Okay. Because sponge is already soft, they, but you're I mean, softer they, than they the can sponge. get a little rough sometimes. Honestly, after a lot of water. Um, but anyway, like you can just say like softer than a Kleenex. You know, like that's pretty soft. Kleenex. Yeah. I look at it. Look. Look, there, it's a, that's a, like a it's soft. thin little thing. It's very soft. It can fly away. That'd be a you worse go, insult. Blow on it, and it's because it, it's really soft. But that'd be a worse insult. Um. Anyway, where was I going? Where was I going with this? You're I talking about I, how I believe there's be violent. Like there's there's violence meditating. and there's evil in the world. And when you're trying to fight evil, um, some there there needs to be some by some some violence, right? I don't think sports are evil in nature, so I don't believe there should be any violence in sports um, because they're just not evil in nature. If anything, they're meant to unify us and bring us together more so than anything. And to see violence in it, it kind of just kind of, it's off-putting for me. It's like, come on, people, come on, let's get to it. We're here to be unified Mm -hmm. and compete, have a healthy competition. It's not evil in nature. Sports aren't meant to be evil in nature. Healthy competition to unify us. Fair enough. I think that um, I, I I don't like. I mean, I'm not talking about when like fans fight and all that. I'm strictly talking about like it's it always gets interesting and always starts getting and the the drama the drama that ensues when the players get into it with each other for whatever reason, especially in like baseball, which is my favorite sport. Speaking but. of drama, the Bachelorette finale is tonight. I'm watching. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I wish um, I knew what that show was. I've never oh, it's really. It's an interesting season because there's two bachelorettes. Um, God, I forgot their names. Are Rachel and um, Oof? God, Rachel, 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 Rachel. God. Oh man, I forgot their names. Jesus, I need to get my blueberries because they help with the brain. Oh, my oh, the blueberry, the fruit. You like to eat the blueberries. Yeah, what what do you what do you? Think I was I just kind of confused when you said I need to get the blueberries because, and then oh. you said it helps with the brain, but okay, that makes sense because it's anti-antioxidant. 
Gotcha, gotcha. What does antioxidant mean? I don't know, but that's oh. what they group all these like nice health benefiting fruits in, I guess. Yeah, and every time I eat blueberries and I'm eating it on a consistent basis, I just you get feel dumber. More, <laughs> I feel more more alert, you know. Fair enough. I love blueberries. I think that, and I need it because I'm very forgetful individual as well. But apparently, you had almonds today, and almonds are really good for the brain. That's what oh, I was, are they? That's what I've been told. Yeah, I, I eat them for the know. fiber. Oh yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I didn't even know they're good for fiber. Because I need to get my digestive system flowing. You can take a dookie. Not right now. Oh, not your face. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. To each their own. Mm. But there is um. What. <laughs> there's a what no i was i was gonna ask i was gonna see if we wanted to, to go on to the uh call of, i guess the call of the week yeah let's do that after the break let's take a break let's take a break tony has to take a dookie on his on my face <laughs> i was gonna bring up um that classic video <laughs> but <laughs> which one two girls in a cup person two girls and a uh, cup i don't know what I don't know. I don't know if that's like a coming of age thing for every guy to watch that video. Um, but in seventh grade, my friends put it on for me and I was uh, disgusted. You told me that one day you've always wanted to recreate that scene, right? So every time you talk about Dookie and face, and just ugh. well, anyway. I said Dookie, you threw the face in there. So it's kind of like, anyway, we're going to take a short break. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be right back with more. Share the show on Instagram and Twitter because remember, sharing is caring. At Tony Gallo Show. A podcast unlike any other. You're listening to The Tony Gallo Show. Um, so we'll do Crazy Call of the Week. Crazy Cop Call of the Week. Yeah, we can. Crazy. This is crazy cop call of the week. Well, um, so yeah, what do you got? Well, I responded to a call out earlier at a uh, Asian restaurant, and the family was very upset. When I mean by family, I mean it was like a 15-year-old, and then another 15-year-old. I guess they were in a dating relationship. And then the mother. Uh, they went to a restaurant, and I think it's one of those restaurants where um like a buffet yeah it's a buffet so so they ate eight plates of food and when it came time to pay for the meal yeah they wanted like a refund but and the store was uh the place was refusing to give them a refund because they had eaten so much of their food right and so the 15 year old got in the manager's face and was like i'm gonna punch you in the face if you don't give me my money or something like to the effect of that right and the mom was there didn't say anything to pull her daughter away or you know reprimand her daughter like a regular like parent like a good parent should do and not only that when i got to the call scene the 15 year old approaches me in a way that she's like asking for my sympathy. And I'm just like, 
I was appalled by what I was listening to, first of all. And I was appalled by when the manager told me the stuff that the 15-year-old was saying to him. I was, man, I was like, what is wrong with kids these days? This is insane. And not to mention, the mom just let them mom let her daughter talk all that mess well, I mean, that's there was no with interference with the mom yeah and and i'm pretty sure like somewhere along the line she told her mom to shut up as well <laughs> like what but that is a crazy call of the week because crazy. i am crazy yeah i just i was just appalled by the behavior of these children well if i learned anything from my years in law enforcement is to uh just have zero expectations <laughs> people no no i mean everybody raises their children so differently you would i don't know as a kid i think you think that everybody is kind of similarly raised as like you maybe a little bit different but then you start realizing like man some people just grow up differently you never know uh how people grow up and uh, in police work you'll realize that real quick even bigger than um even quicker than your your civilian folk they you know, they, they, by what was going on, some of those guys, some of those people in there might be like appalled, but it's like as police, it's kind of like, it's you just see another so day, many just another day here. Perspectives. Yeah. Um, and, but uh, yeah. And yeah, and some of the, and yeah, I mean, conflict resolution is his, um, let's pull a gun, shoot first. <laughs> shoot yeah, first, yeah. talk later. Oh, wait, the guy's dead. <laughs> just kidding. Some people just jump to violence for some reason. Yeah, and it'd be like over Jordan, or it'd be like over like, um, just stupid stuff, just dumb stuff like like parking, like like parking, parking. yeah, yeah, or fast, or like my order, my fast food, being in line in a fast food, my order sucking. Well, yeah, the and the the, I think the 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 problem it comes down to respect. People feel disrespected, and they want to go ahead and act out because they feel disrespected. Um, So I had a woman cry to me this week. That McDonald's forgot to give her um, a drink. Yeah. And um, and uh, cry. I mean, cry. Like, I don't mean, like, just sound irritated. I mean, she was irritated. She was crying or whatever, right? But she was um, bawling her eyes out that her kid's meal, something ro- was wrong with her kid's meal. And um, the <laughs> the McDonald's just locked up all their doors and refused to deal with her. And they just, you know, pretend like, and like, you know, like that, that kind of sucks that like an establishment wouldn't kind of come to a, you know, kind of fix the issue. But, um, I just think that like, you just, you know, you have the right to not, not to go to that business area again, but like crying, crying. And then not only that, she waited for like two hours for police to get there. And I'm just like, 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 I just like wonder, like, do people not have anything else to do complain about it's upsetting and it's frustrating don't get me wrong i wouldn't be happy with the mcdonald's either but if i really 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 wanted a drink that bad i would go to the 7-eleven that was right across the street and i would uh get a big gulp for like a dollar 69 or whatever i just i don't know Uh, i I had some pretty fast food uh upset fast food people yeah people it's just core issues there's core issues that just I don't know. I mean, everybody has them. That's yeah, why therapy fair. is yeah. important because, you know, there's it's not the it's something deeper than that. It's than just, that issue, yeah. That's probably surface level, and of, yeah. that just ticked them off even more. Yeah, fair. So, and be like, are you stupid? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> oh, by the way, there was a McDonald's guy who complained about his McDonald's order. Mm-hmm. This is not Dallas, um, being too cold. 
mm-hmm. his fries were cold or whatever. Yeah. And the police ended up arresting him. You're not going to believe this. Do you want to know? Do you want to guess why they arrested him? He had a warrant out. Do you want to know what that warrant was for? Murder? Yeah. Get out of here. This murder suspect, freaking moron, lunatic idiot. I mean, this is how I put that. You have a warrant for murder under you, and you're on the run. Maybe he knew, but he let. But then, like, when the police started, like, getting close. Maybe he didn't know. Well, he started getting close to him, and the guy's like, I feel unsafe around police. But it's like, dude, you just called the police on this. So they they ran his name. They came back. And as they went to approach him, he took off on foot, leading him on a foot chase. And then they ended up catching him and tasing him and then putting him in custody. But, like, my man, you are on the run for a serious offense you commit, and you just outed yourself by calling over the dumbest thing ever because you're unhappy with the cold french fries that could that's like yeah even that's, the, even the murderers neither french fries are warm yeah like who calls a ah, whatever that's a those are the craziest cop stories crazy cop story of the week that was your crazy cop story of the week um awesome well thanks for sharing that i think that um be ready to bring the next one. Mm-hmm. Just don't tell me. It. Don't tell me about it until you bring it. Like, don't tell me about it until you. Oh, bring the story. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Like, if, let's not talk about it. Okay. Don't tell me anything. Actually, okay. it'd be great if you can just not talk to me from now until next week. That way, we have a lot to talk about. That's true. We should. We shouldn't. So we'll just f- we'll seize. You know, like in the office when Dwight is like, you're you're being shunned. Yeah. Like you're being shunned right now until next week. Maybe in the maybe in this week that you have in silence, you can figure out your dookie situation. <laughs> you know, do you know that's been a problem for years now? But if, when I'm eating healthy and I'm staying consistent, it's, <laughs> my digestive system is good. I just eat so unhealthy sometimes, and yeah. Anyway, that's disgusting. Sorry. Uh, thank you so much for. What do you got going on this week? What's this week? I'm working this week. No, you don't sound very excited about that. It's just there's not there's nothing going on this week. I'm I, working. I'm working too. I love my new job though. It keeps me busy. So, like, so busy. I I'm hardly ever at home. I feel. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, um, watching anything on Netflix? Anything good? You want to share? Nothing. Just doing Marvel movies. Okay, I started a show that my friend recommended. It's called Partner Track on Netflix. So far, I give it about a 5 out of 10, but I'm only like one episode in. It gets better, she says. So we'll see about that. Um, anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and rate us a five stars. I think we've got about 50 ratings with five stars. Share the show with your friends. And we will um, hopefully see you here again next week. See you later. Peace. Share the show on Instagram and Twitter because remember, sharing is caring. At Tony Gallo Show.